I just had a spicy jumbo hot dog with chili and cheese for breakfast, but I will prevail. Good whatever time it is you are listening to this. I say that because I had a student that emailed me yesterday coming up with a suggestion for the podcast. He said he'd like to hear one about music. Oddly enough, my very, very good friend Tom is coming in this weekend, and we're going to be recording Monday's podcast, which will be a music-based podcast. There'll be some silly songs that we've written in the past, some new stuff. Acoustically, uh, we do all kinds of kooky stuff like that. But this student had asked about that, and, and in this message at the end. He says, I have nothing left to say now except that I hope you get better soon and to have a good whatever time it is you read this. That's pretty awesome. He's listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. Already getting involved, asking for things he'd like to hear me talk about or like to see done. That's awesome. All right. Big day today. I didn't get to do the podcast yesterday. I was going to try to put it out yesterday it was just too hard. This, all the stuff that's going on, it just gets in the way with regular life on top of it. So today is a makeup day for yesterday. Look, I have students that turn in homework late all the time, right? Why can't I turn in a podcast late now and then? I have a note from a doctor or, yeah, something like that. But today, I will be getting my results on the biopsy, I already have the results. I don't understand what they mean, but today I'll be meeting with the doctors and they'll let me know what's going on with that. And then we'll find out about the treatment and how we're going to do that. But today also is my mother-in-law's birthday. Nancy, happy birthday. She listens to this. She's actually a Patreon, which look, the rest of you are more than welcome to join us. We've been picking up a decent amount lately. More people are joining, getting in on this and having a good time with it. Another one of my Patreons, actually, he messaged me the other day about the uh, paperclip incident that I was talking about and sent me a video about how many people die from putting paperclips in to light sockets. And it turns out I was right, kind of right. But then we got to talking and uh, he does uh, electrician Electrician-y stuff. He actually put recently put four ceiling fans in my house. But I said we should come up with like stories, find stories that are crazy that have happened that involve electricity. And he actually has a ton of his own kooky stories that have happened. So sorry if you hear that crickling in the background. We'll talk about that in a second. But he has a few stories of his own. And they already seem awesome. So I'll be having him come on in and join me soon. And we're going to put together a a cool little podcast for you. So again, if you're interested in the Patreon, head on over to uh, I Will Prevail podcast on Patreon. You may not even know what Patreon is. So Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, look it up. Uh, One person that just subscribed to it said that he almost shut it down because it was too many steps. Uh, we're, I think we're all tired of filling out our names and 
addresses and, and phone numbers or whatever, all the requirements uh, to get signed up for anything anymore. But so that's pretty much it for catching everyone up to date on it. Let's get going on the episode. So that crinkling you hear is, in fact, the spicy jumbo hot dog that I did have for breakfast. Because look, how am I going to do a podcast on things we know we're not supposed to do? And yet I don't I have to do it, right? I had to do it. Now, there's no title for this podcast, and I just realized that, so I think it's going to be called Spicy Jumbo Hot Dog with Chili and Cheese. That sounds like a pretty awesome title, yeah. Or an album title. That'd be a great album title. Here's what happened today. Let me back it up. Let me give you a brief history. I have students, past students, that will 100% vouch for this. In 2017... I ate AM, PM for breakfast Monday through Friday for approximately four months straight. I kept all the 44-ounce sodas that I drank during that time. Now, in 2017, I didn't have kidney disease. And don't be like, "Mm, I think I know how you got it. No, they say it has nothing to do with that. Hold on, I need to take a break and drink from my 44-ounce Diet Coke. Okay, thanks. Um, because I had to get one of those too, right? I was drinking so many of them that I had some students that were hiding them from me during the day. I would turn around for a minute and come back and my cup was gone. Uh, they kept telling me they were going to throw them out every time that I brought one in. So I had stacked all of these cups up. And at one point it was like crazy how tall these stacks were. So now... Today, if we're, if we're going to talk about things we're not supposed to do, I figured I had to go by and, and pick up what became my absolute favorite breakfast food. So it keeps crinkling. Man, I want to get to it so bad. But my wife caught me coming in today. It's okay. I already had my notes written for this episode. She's like, why are you eating that? Okay, look, here's where I get to do the crinkly part. Here's the crinkly part. I kept the wrapper so I could share this, this information with you. Now, When we're talking about eating food that's bad for us, if we're watching our caloric intake, this thing has 380 calories in it. If I add the chili and cheese, because there's not, I don't put a lot on there, let's be honest, probably about 500 calories. That's well under what I should be consuming for a single meal. So what should be my concern? Well, I can tell you right now, last time the doctor told me to do anything, it was to watch my sodium. Well, let's see the sodium content. 880 milligrams. That's 38% of your daily recommended. I'm allowed to have 2,000 milligrams a day. I'm also allowed to have 2,000 milligrams of potassium. Well, this has zero potassium in it, which means later on in the day when I choose to go and pick something, I can always look to see something that's higher in potassium and lower in sodium and it balances itself. Am I justifying it? No, I'm just telling you what I could do. I don't typically eat lunch. So that means I have roughly 1,200, probably about 1,000 milligrams of sodium. Let's be honest. We're going to get that chili and cheese in there. It's probably going to push to 1,000. So I have 1,000 milligrams for the rest of the day. Let me tell you what 1,000 milligrams is in fast food. So we're talking about four crunchy tacos from Taco Bell. Not a sponsor. I think I'd want them to sponsor me. I don't know. No, let's not. Uh, Subway. If I want to eat those veggie delight sandwiches, it's actually not that bad a sandwich. I can have, let's see, two, 
four. I can have two foot long veggie sandwiches, veggie delight sandwiches from there. Wendy's baked potato. Well, let's be honest. No one, no one eats baked potatoes at Wendy's. The smoothie king. I don't even know that was a thing. I don't know. I'm going through a list right now. Or right now. Right now. Uh, but there's one on this list. Oh, hello, gorgeous. There it is. In and out. Mm. Protein style hamburger. Only 370 milligrams. Protein style wrapped in lettuce. If you've never had the lettuce wrapped one there, woo, it's delicious. But I had to look that up because let's be honest, we're in Southern California. If you're not eating in and out, you belong back east. You can go there and have Five Guys with the rest of those weirdos. I don't even know if Five Guys is back east. I don't know. I have a friend that I went to culinary school with that swore that Five Guys was better than in and out He said, once you have Five Guys, you'll never want to eat in and out again. My wife and I went there. We ate it. And look, Five Guys ain't a sponsor. Neither is in and out But let's be honest, Five Guys smells like peanuts. Because they do everything in peanut oil, the whole place smells like peanut oil. Not very exciting. I wasn't that impressed with it. I'm allowed to say that. This has nothing to do with that. But I just want to back it by saying, it, we're California, man. That's in and out That's how it works. That's how we roll. But double-double protein style comes in just under, so I could get away with eating that. Or I could just get a regular cheeseburger. Also comes in underneath. The whole point is this. My doctor tells me I'm supposed to eat sodium, low sodium, and low potassium. So I can easily do that. This is also low calorie, but I can't justify it that way because the problem with this food is it's processed. Now, I'm not going to get too far into this. I am a culinary arts instructor, and I do know a lot about this. I've researched a lot about it. I teach a lot about it. It's the processing that is the concern. So I'm going to actually give you the rundown of ingredients, not the whole list. It's ridiculously long. But I'm going to give you the rundown of ingredients. And the way that ingredients work, those that, are, that like reading labels, is whatever ingredient is listed first is what it has the most of that product in there. So you're under, uh, legally, they're supposed to officially, I guess you should say, it's supposed to be listed that way. So the ingredients here, pork, Water, modified cornstarch, contains 2% or less salt, sorbitol, potassium, lactate flavoring, sodium phosphate, sodium diacetate, sodium, word I can't pronounce, sodium nitrite. Uh, But you know what I don't see? High fructose corn syrup. And I know it sounds weird. Actually, I take that back. I do see it, but it's way down, way down on the list. Everything has high fructose corn syrup, but that's sweet. Hot dogs aren't sweet. Trust me. We're hardwired for three things. Salt, fat, and sweet. Everything that we can get into food that is salt, fat, sweet, that's how you make food delicious. Now let's talk about the most common justification in my opinion. Other people are doing worse things. I find it interesting that we do that sort of thing. We project what other people are doing. And we don't look at it. I think it's a way to not look at ourselves or judge ourselves. We always justify it by saying other people are doing this. And that's far worse than what I'm doing. And I think that applies to everything, actually. I was noticing yesterday that self-awareness is very important in these situations where we need to control what we're doing, right? So those that don't know, self-awareness via the dictionary is the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions, thoughts, and emotions do or don't align with your internal standards. Now, I think that self-awareness, unfortunately, resides in 
our comfort zone. But I think that if we continue to stay in our comfort zone, then nothing will ever change. If we're not willing to exist in an uncomfortable zone, then we shouldn't be allowed to complain. I actually think a lot of complaining and arguing that we see going on in the world is a perfect example of people staying in their comfort zone and talking about what they know and an unwillingness to leave that zone. I mean, literally, episode three, I discussed my comfort zone of uh, talking about myself, and that's the perfect example. I need to become a better listener and be removed from that comfort zone if I'm ever going to learn and grow. I know I'm not supposed to eat this processed food, but I'm not actually listening to what people are telling me. I think it's because I don't see the problem. I'm not overweight. My blood pressure's fine. My sodium levels are great. My potassium levels are great. So I think everything's good, right? I just went to dinner with my brother last night, and we were discussing bipolar disorder and ADHD and all these other things and how when we were kids it was called hyperactive and ADD and how things were called manic depression and now it's called bipolar disorder. Now there's bipolar one and bipolar two. I think so many people have ADHD now that I don't think anyone doesn't anymore. I blame it on factory farming, plain and simple. Back in the day, actually prior to that, I don't even know back in the day, I don't know what that means anymore, but a very, very, very long time ago, after we became, uh, we switched over from being hunters and gatherers to the domestication of animals, that's where things started to go weird. We started living amongst animals and having them in close quarters with us. That's actually what led to most diseases that we have in the world. And scientists and historians and people have gotten together, far smarter people than myself, have gotten together and discussed that they think that if humans had just lived amongst themselves and not domesticated animals at any point, then all the diseases that we would have would have been shared amongst us and we would have ended up uh, not having diseases that we have now and that most diseases that we do have now and illnesses have in fact come or can be traced back to a specific animal. I mean, every disease that we have in or foodborne illnesses, I should say, somehow tie into a very specific animal that you consume. I will say as an educator, I've realized that all students know is their community. And unless they're shown other communities, nothing will ever change. I think the same can be said for us. And there's a comparison that can be drawn to that as as adults. I think a lot of times we don't feel that we can make a difference anymore. Therefore, we allow average to become our standard. We become complacent and stay in our comfort zone. Right? This is why we don't do these changes. This is why we make these poor decisions for ourselves. I, I see so many people talking about dopamine, and they always treat this like it's a reward system. Oh, you do this because of dopamine. You do this because of dopamine, and it releases dopamine, and dopamine's addicting. And I get it, but that's just the hot topic right now. I think there's a few things we need to focus on. Like We need to pay attention to what's going on around us and predict how it will affect us. You have to ask yourself, who are you doing this for? Are you just doing it to earn badges like a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout? I mean, it's weird because I've always had this opinion on education, and I know I shouldn't say this being an educator, but if you think about it, if we get degrees in education, 
We're just getting them from authority figures who have done the work before us, who can verify that we've done enough work to meet their individual standards. But we're not doing it for our individual standards. We're doing it based on external motivators and not internal motivators. So how do we get beyond the trusting of societal pressure? Like, are we active participants in our own growth process, or are we just sitting back and holding a space? A big concern for me is self-criticism. I think we spend too much time criticizing ourselves as a means of motivation. And I had recently heard a doctor, she was speaking on the problem with self-criticism as it pertains to motivation, is that self-criticizing means that you're both the antagonist and the protagonist. You're the person that's being bullied, and you're the bully. You're literally internally arguing with yourself, or or you're going after yourself. And when you do that, you go into one of three stages, fight, flight, or freeze, right? So you're doing this to yourself and we'll never become better at being ourselves if we're constantly attacking ourselves. A few weeks ago, before all this happened, before I had to leave the classroom, I had said something to the students. I had put a quote up on the board and I had a pretty decent discussion about this. My own quote, by the way, was not someone else's. And I said, we're taught that we must strive to be above average. That raises the bar for everyone. However, we can't rise to the new average when we consistently tell ourselves that average is not good enough. So I think we need to stop looking at what everyone else does and trying to keep up with what everyone else does. If we can set an average ourselves and then strive to be above our own average set by us. We're talking about attainable goals. I'm not trying to keep up with other people. I'm never going to go to the gym. So I'm not going to be able to keep up with the CrossFitters. I'm never going to get on a bike and ride it. So I'm not going to be able to keep up with my friends who are addicted to riding bikes. I'm never going to do certain things because it's not who I am. So why am I going to go get a gym membership? Why am I going to go buy a $2,000 bike that I'm never going to ride? Why am I going to consistently do something to stay average with what everyone else is doing or achieve to be above average? I need to do it for me. And you need to do it for you. Ah, that was awesome. Cue the music. That, seriously talk about motivational speaking right well thank you again for joining me tomorrow there'll be an episode i'm going to try to slap together hopefully tomorrow maybe for this weekend next monday when we come back we'll be bringing tom in doing some funky music having a good time with it those supporting on patreon we do have a special podcast that i am putting together specifically for patreon it is not too late to join us i know our voting ends today So let's get that wrapped up. And then on Patreon, I'll be letting you guys know the secret stuff that's going to be coming up. The rest of you that want to know, feel free to join us. All right. Once again, you can find us at I Will Prevail Podcast on Facebook. I Will Prevail Podcast on Instagram. And I Will Prevail Podcast on Patreon. Thank you all very much for joining us today. And I will be talking to you soon. Take care.